Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics and you get sports, and we're going to be doing some sports today, and we're going to be talking a little bit of the MLB trade deadline today, and if we have time, maybe we'll do a little Olympic talk, because uh, apparently that's a thing that's happening this work, even this week, even though people barely know about it. Uh, Craig Needles is here. How's it going, Craig? Fine, thank you. How are you doing? Well, I... Uh... I'm I'm feeling pretty good about things from a baseball perspective, I'd say. That's good. Uh, so we'll we'll just get into it. I guess we can we can we'll just go kind of in order here by how I've got this written down. Um, I would say the biggest acquisition yesterday was Jonathan Lucroy. Would you say? Um. Yeah, I'd say so. And, and then getting Jeffress as well was uh, yes. was big too. If he can continue to be effective there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would, I would say that Luke Roy is, uh, is probably the guy that's going to help his new team the most, just considering the production or lack thereof Texas was getting from that position. Yeah. Um, Robertson Chirinos was yeah. the pretty much everyday guy. Yeah. Good Lord. Not good. Not good. So, um, yeah, they're, uh, they're in a good spot. If Texas ends up playing Cleveland at any point, when Jonathan Luke Roy comes up, he gets booed the loudest, right? Oh God, of course. Yeah. Based on the, uh. The spurning that he gave them, which uh, I don't know what that was about. I, I mean, I, I, I feel like uh, the Indians are better than Texas, don't you? Even with this Lucroy deal, well, the yes. Lucroy would have, yeah, uh, just would have made Cleveland better than he's made Texas. Yes, yeah. uh, Texas. The Indians still have a tremendous rotation. Yes, and that was true whether Lucroy was their catcher or not. And mm-hmm. they've obviously made a pretty significant addition to their bullpen as well. Uh, maybe they're not done. Maybe they're going to go find someone to be the catcher because I, I like Jan Gomes has just not hit this season. No. So maybe they can go find someone to be their catcher uh, in August sometime on the uh, on the non on the the waiver trade deadline or the uh, so perhaps they can find a, a deal to be made there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened. Uh, like maybe like obviously this would include Cleveland having to spend some money, but like. Would they be willing to do something with Brian McCann with the Yankees? I don't know. So I, I don't know if we're going to see Gomes be Cleveland's regular catcher going forward. They'll find a way to upgrade that spot. No one as good as Lucroy, but they'll figure something out. Uh, Cleveland's real good. I, I still stand by, I, and, and maybe there are four good teams in the American League now if you add in Texas, but I think that the, the three teams that were the best three teams in the American League, which are Toronto, Boston, and Cleveland, before yesterday, I still think they're the three best teams in the American League today. Do you think there's any reason for Jonathan Lucroy saying no to Cleveland besides the obvious I don't want to leave in Cleveland as opposed to Texas or Well, he Cleveland was the only was one the only the city that he had on his no trade. He had a limited no trade. Yeah. And, I, and they were one of them. Yes. Yeah. And I think that his plan for that situation was Cleveland has an option on Lucroy or Texas now has an option on Lucroy for five million bucks next year. That's mm-hmm. not a lot of money considering the kind of skill that Lucroy has. So I think that he wanted to parlay that into something along the lines of, hey, make sure that you don't pick up my option, otherwise I'm not waiving my no trade, or something along those lines. He wanted to get something from a financial perspective for waiving his no trade. I, I saw all the reports about, well, he was worried about 2017 playing time. That was BS. He knows he's better than Jan Gomes. He was going to play more. So mm-hmm. it was a matter of he, he had some leverage that he thought might be able to get him some money. Didn't work out that way, so he goes to Texas instead. It's all the same to him, probably. You know, uh, last year, I don't think we did an MLB trade deadline talk because there wasn't really much going on. We kind of just did a, hey, what the Blue Jays did at the deadline thing because 
last year it was really only the Blue Jays who made moves. This year there were a few moves that there were uh, eighteen I think trades moved. yesterday. Yeah, and there and a lot of those moves like I, I felt moved the needle for a lot of the teams that uh, for this year and and a couple of years going forward, right? Specifically this year, one of them was the Rangers added uh, veteran Beltran from the Yankees, and the Yankees got a pretty damn good haul for Beltran, even though. Uh, I was surprised they didn't get uh, Joey Gallo in that uh, in that deal, but they they picked up a couple of their prospects: Tate, Green, Swanson. I mean, the, I'm 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 worried about the Yankees going forward. They've got a nice little system now. They've sudden, uh, they've turned yeah. a couple of relievers and Beltran into some pretty good dudes. Yeah. And, and then when when they had uh, Strasburg, Trout, Harper, who else am I missing? Like once those guys are all Yankees, yeah, then well, tough to beat. That, well, we'll see how that goes. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, pretty messy. Mm-hmm. And I, I just worry. Like obviously, they'll be able to bolster that with some spending somewhere because that bolsters mm-hmm. some of the young talent they've got. So they they did the right thing. Um, they well. I was going to say they they could have traded more people, but maybe they maybe they did move everyone they could. I'm wondering if they can move to Shara sometime this month. His contract expires at the end of the season. Maybe they're going to have to eat the money. But yeah, there's a little bit of talk of them just cutting yeah, them and maybe they eat can the eat money. Shara at some point this month. Um, to Shara, I think would have value to someone. Like I know he hasn't been good this year, but I think that someone would say, okay, we can take a chance on that guy in exchange for no prospects and a small amount of money. Uh, I don't think that they could do the same with Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what they wind up doing there. Plus, they got that super super awesome Alex Rodriguez retirement uh, tour. Oh yeah, <laughs> to go that's, on. That, right? That's not going to be awesome everybody. At all. Everybody will be super excited for that one, won't yeah. they? When the reality is, it should be the David Ortiz retirement tour should be equally awkward. But for some reason, it's, yeah. So whatever, figure it out. Yeah. Um, uh, Mets adding Jay Bruce. This is one of those moves. It didn't really. <laughs> It didn't move the needle for me as far as the Mets. I like I, I saw that trade and I was just kind of like, yeah, okay, I, I guess. But it 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 where they needed help was not what Jay Bruce brings to the table, right? No, um, I just I don't get it for a variety of reasons. I just like and and Bruce is okay, but like, hmm. is he should he have been an All Star? Uh, I'm not so sure about that. And I look at what they gave up to get him. Like they gave up some guys that have some value, definitely. Um, he's fine. I don't think he's bad, but I just don't understand why they felt they had to give up such big chips to get him. That Dilson Herrera guy. People seem to really like that guy. Like I don't, I I, I don't know much about him, but from what I was reading, the Scouts and whatnot are, are really high on him and, and think that yeah that was a mistake by the Mets. Yeah, it seems like the sort of thing they would do. Um, mm. Dodgers going after Reddick and Hill. This, I mean, the Dodgers have kind of done this every year. They add pieces that they feel they need them, yet for some reason it doesn't help them once they get to the playoffs, having the highest payroll in baseball and arguably the best player in baseball and definitely the best pitcher in baseball. Well, hasn't uh, hasn't helped them get over the hump yet. But turns uh, out when people get hurt, weird stuff happens. Yeah, and that is one. Um, they're they're still a team. Depending on what Kershaw's prognosis is for the long term, here they're going to be in the playoffs. I mm-hmm. think they're going to finish out of the Giants. I think they're better. Um, and they're only two games back right now. 
but uh, I think that despite the fact that the Dodgers have this massive payroll and they're not running away with things, um, I think that they're going to be fine. I think they're going to have as good a chance as almost anybody to uh, to win this October. I mean, Hill definitely should stabilize their rotation because they've had some injury. Like, a lot of injuries, injuries. A lot of injury problems with their lineup or with their rotation. And, and theoretically, Hill helps stabilize some of that. But, uh, I mean, Reddick is, is – is, is he going to be the – he's going to be their third outfielder, right? One would, one yeah. would think. Yeah. Uh, the Dodgers, by the way, have had nine guys start five or more games a season. Oh, good Lord. That is – That's a lot. Um, Reddick will, uh, I don't know, Kendrick's been playing left field and he's not been great with the bat at the very least. Um, and Puig has obviously been sent down to, to triple a, um, he's been okay. Like he's not been what you'd expect Puig from a couple of years ago, but he's been okay. Uh, you know, OPS plus a little bit below average. You would want a little more than that from the right. Yeah. Everyone was hammering the story with him where, uh, because like there was that weird thing where apparently he left, but that got all where he left the team, but that was apparently all bullshit yeah. and blown out of proportion. But people were hammering the fact that his OPS has declined significantly in every season he's been in the majors so far. Yes, and I'm not saying he's been good. I'm just saying that uh, he hasn't been a disaster either. Uh, he's no. been you know about a, a win above replacement so far this year, a little worse than that. Uh, which is not disastrous, but if you want to send them down and put Reddick in that spot, I suppose that makes sense. They have a lot of guys here. Trace Thompson, who's been pretty good for them when he's been on the field this year. He is on the DL right now. Kershaw's on the DL right now. Alex Wood's on the DL right now. There's uh, a lot of dudes that uh, are not playing baseball that were supposed to be playing baseball for that team, so that's at least part of the problem. Not more to the Giants. Now, this trade upset me for a couple of reasons. One... Uh, um, after the, the, the Giants slow start out of the All-Star break opened my Giants under window, just a slight crack. Uh, they go ahead and they get uh, Matt Moore to be their fourth pitcher. Ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Here's what I'll say about that, though, is Moore, he's been okay, but he's a little bit of a reclamation project, right? Whereas Absolutely. he's not where he was before. So we'll see how he adjusts mm-hmm. to San Francisco. Obviously, San Francisco has a pretty good history of figuring out what's wrong with good pitchers and making them better again. See Johnny, two of the current, yeah, two of their two current, of the current guys, guys in their rotation. Um, <laughs> is that going to be something that happens overnight with more? I don't know. I suppose we'll see. And they, they didn't give up, you know, they, they didn't give up peanuts. I mean, they gave, Matt Duffy is uh, like, I'm upset now that we, we get to face Matt Duffy about 14 times a year. I, and, uh, I think he's fine. He's, oh, excuse me. He's a major league yeah. player. But uh-huh. is Matt Duffy as good as Matt Duffy showed us, what was it, 2014 when he was awesome? Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. 2015 NL Rookie of the Year. Yeah, 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 a couple slow. of big years. I don't know if he's as good as he showed us then. I suppose we'll see, and we'll see if Tampa Bay can uh, can figure things out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his, his 2015 year, he was uh, he was tremendous. He was a... Uh, for uh, he's almost a five-win player in 2015. Yeah, sorry, that was the that was the big year, um, and he's he's been okay this year. He's almost a two two win above replacement guy this year. Uh, is that something that he's going to be able to do going forward? I suppose we're going to see, but I don't know if he's as good as the guy that we saw in 2015. The Rays also got uh, the guy who builds all of Batman's stuff for him, Lucius Fox. That's pretty sweet. Can't argue with yeah. that, right? Like that's a big pickup. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially uh, yeah, if you want. 
anything really, armor or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, Giants bullpen. They went out and they got Will Smith from the Brewers. I initially was upset because I thought that they got Will Harris from uh, Houston, which would have meant I lost, uh, I think, a fifth closer on my fantasy team this Mm -hmm. year. But uh, the less said about my fantasy team, the better. Uh, I mean, solid move, right? The Giants, they were scuffing a little bit in the bullpen. Will Smith is on a team that was going nowhere, so the pretty standard, hey, you need this guy, give us some stuff for him type of trade, right? Yeah, I uh, I tend to agree. Um, it's uh, I don't know. It's it, it, yeah. It's 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 a it's a fine deal considering the circumstances, I suppose. Yeah. So Hector Santiago to the Twins. That's yeah, really nothing. Santiago for Nolasco. I was never a big Hector Santiago fan. Ricky Nolasco was good once every like eight starts. So. I don't know. That's just our, like, hey, let's trade our malign guy for your malign guy, see if they change the scenery, helps them out. Which brings us to a couple of the Blue Jays trades, which I'm sure some of the audience are waiting for us to talk about. Um, Jesse Chavez, let's just talk about, let's get the, the least significant one, in my opinion, out of the way. Uh, moving Chavez for Mike Bolsinger, I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about the Dodgers middle relievers, but, uh, I mean, Bolsinger's got a terrible ERA in the, yeah, he's in the national league, right? Yeah. He started he's a guy that has had some success in the past. So I think it's a guy they're like, okay, maybe if like, I think they're feeling the same way they did about the Benoit situation. We're like, all right, maybe he changes teams. He can figure some things out. Um, so I, boy, that's, I forgot how much of a nibbler Benoit was. Oh, he's a, he is not fun to watch when he's on the mound. No, no. Cause you have, worry about him walking everybody but Mm -hmm. he's been relatively effective so far as a blue jay so yeah but like every pitch goes six seven pitches or every at bat goes six seven pitches and it's just like oh good lord (laughs) that's true and yeah i get i get how that can uh that can make things a little more intense a little more nerve-wracking i don't Mm disagree but if if he can work out as well as Grilly has the blue jays in a really good spot um, yeah, what I'd like to see is Bullsinger be as effective as he was in 2015. He had a 3.62 ERA last year, which uh, pitching in Chavez Ravine at Pitchers Park, obviously, but that's an ERA plus of 102. So considering they gave up a guy who they were probably going to DFA anyway to get him, if he's even a remotely close to being a major league, an average major league pitcher, they're going to be fine. He started six games for the Dodgers this year, by the way, Bullsinger has. Yeah, I was going to say he was not he was good in those. Yeah, it was one of the guys we, the aforementioned guys who started five games yeah. for them. If, so, obviously, the hope is he can tune into a bullpen long man if they need him. They've called him up for tonight's game because they were desperately in need of some arms. So, we'll see. Feldman. traded Scott Feldman traded to the Blue Jays from the Astros. He switched dugouts last night and dressing rooms and that whole thing. Uh, did not endear himself to the team. Well, came out and... Uh, Gave up a single and a walk-off double. Was not fun to watch. No. Uh, he had thrown 36 pitches the night before. The night before, yeah. And right. obviously the plan was he wasn't to be used in that situation, yeah. but uh, he was because the game went into the 14th inning. Yeah, and the, I was going to say the Jays found themselves into the 14th inning game, and once it gets past the 13th inning, they tend to not know what to do with their bullpen. They have played two 14-inning games in the last two days heading into tonight's mm-hmm. And they've scored runs in three of those 20 innings, and it was one run. Either Two of them were solo home runs. I just, I, I still had the, I had the vision of uh, Feldman coming out to pitch last night, and uh, somebody doing the, the, the Jesse Hall, Adam Banks conversation, where it was like, hey, Feldman, 
don't forget which side you're on. <laughs> Fortunately, he wasn't in the game long enough to forget which side he was on because he had already given up the winning hit before, uh, before he even settled in. Oh, that's ridiculous. Francisco Liriano. Now, this trade was a little strange to me because the way I got the message on my phone from you know the various uh, sports carriers that I have, and the initial report was the Jays get Lariano and two prospects, and it didn't say for what. So I'm thinking to myself, good Lord, what the hell did they give up, right? Because it, it, it sounded like it was going to be a lot more than it was. Like for half a second, I thought, did they trade double E? Did they move Batista? Is this like, it's just, did they do something really, really, really stupid? And then all of a sudden it was the Jays got two prospects and Lariano for Drew Hutchinson. And I was like, Oh, okay. And, uh, proceeded to go to pirates Twitter where their fans were, um, livid. Displeased. I guess is the, yeah, displeased is a good Basically, word. Basically, the Jays displeased. bought mm. Reese McGuire and yes. Ramirez from the Pirates. Mm-hmm. For the $15 million it cost yeah. Francisco. Yeah, essentially yeah. that was it. Or you could hypothetically say they got they got McGuire for Drew Hutchison and they purchased the other one by taking Liriano, which however you mm-hmm. want to phrase it. Either way, that's what happened. Is there a chance Drew Hutchison realizes his destiny as a 200K guy in the National League? I think if he was going to become good anywhere, Pittsburgh's the spot. Yeah, they have they have had the pitching race series the, the pitching whisperer. Yeah, they had the the pitching whisperer over there. Then that's another thing the Jays are hoping because Francisco Liriano had his mo- most lucrative years with Russell Martin behind the the plate in Pittsburgh. So I guess that's part of the Blue Jays thinking. Well, maybe if we get Martin behind the plate for this guy, it'll help him get better because he has not been great this year no he's been uh the opposite of great he's been, uh, been downright bad yeah. so yeah. yeah will he be able to rediscover whatever it was that he's been missing uh and from what i understand the issue has just purely been control and command mm. uh i suppose we'll see i hope so but i don't know if they don't as someone said the jays could have cut francisco liriano yesterday as soon as the trade was made and they still would have liked Toronto's package in that deal better than the one Pittsburgh got. So, there you go. I mean, we still don't know who the Yankees got for... I mean, the Pirates also got Ivan Nova, which I get, I mean, I guess I kind of like that move because, again, the, the Pirates have the pitching whisperer. Right. I mean, although, I th- I, doesn't Nova expire at the end of this year? So it doesn't really... Do anything? I don't know. I, I, well, yeah, I think the Pirates are trying to not wave the white, white flag for yeah, this the, particular situation. That's true. It, it was strange, though, because the Pirates they are right there. Yeah. And they've obviously traded Liriano. I don't know if that necessarily hurts their team this year based on how he was pitching. Either way, mm-hmm. they're trying to shuffle the deck a little bit and, and maybe improve things for 2018, 2019 without destroying things for 2016. So if that was the goal, I think yeah. they did all right yesterday. Because, I, I mean, the Pirates, I think they looked at where they are in the standings right now. And they said they're not catching uh, Washington, right? Right. And the Pittsburgh Pirates losing in the one-game wild card every year is, you know, a tradition unlike any other. So, I mean, I think their management kind of looked at it and said, we're not catching them. If we get in the one-game wild card, that's fine. 
I mean, we lose it every year, but whatever, but we're not making moves that are going to hurt us in the future to try to bolster the roster this year when we're only getting in the one-game playoff. Yeah, I agree with that that sentiment, yeah. and that makes sense. And may, maybe they're trying to make things a little better for next year by not having $13 million for Liriano in the books, obviously, right? So mm-hmm. maybe they're going to spend some of that money or figure something else out to do with it. I don't know. Their amount of time with Andrew McCutcheon on the roster is probably um, coming to an end at some point. Yes. Um, so... They're just maybe going to try to fortify these last couple of years with him on the team before, before, uh, before he's not there anymore. And they've got a chance, I think, to win relatively soon. Uh, their issue, of course, is they're in the same division as the Cubs, and the Cubs are totally loaded. But yeah, uh, that's where they're at. The, I mean, I mean, that's kind of it for the trades. The rest are those. Those are kind of all the big trades. Everybody else just kind of made. It. Unless did I miss one? I don't think so. Fernando Abed's not worth talking about. Colin Ray's not really worth talking about. I mean, there's it's just the, the rest were just kind of like minor deals. Those were the big ones. So the question I want to pose to you, will the Jays regret moving Aaron Sanchez to the bullpen? Yes. They will. I agree. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, I just... I, I'll tell you, I was one of the guys at the beginning of the season, and I mean, like one week into April saying, I get it, they're going to limit his innings, and they're going to do this, and they're going to keep uh, keep him from trying to hurt himself because he hasn't even come close to pitching the amount of innings. This is his first year starting. He throws really hard. We don't want him blowing out his elbow, but it, it's <laughs> you can't do it. You like I, I said that in April. We are now in August. He has the best ERA in the American League. You cannot send him to the bullpen. It is just incredibly stupid. Yeah, he's pitched too well. Uh, I get, like, I don't know. He's. I, I saw a Fangraphs piece, I believe it was Fangraphs at least, where the velocity on his sinker is ticked down on a somewhat regular basis over his last couple of starts. So maybe mm-hmm. they're seeing some signs of some fatigue that just uh, okay. hitters aren't picking up yet on, on yet. I don't know. Um, the idea that the team is um, here's here's the word that the situation this team is in is I think they have a chance to be good in 2017, but I don't know they're going to be good in 2017. No, because we we have no don't know how be on the roster for the most. Part. Absolutely, but we I know some of who's going to be yeah, on the roster, some, but... but we don't know as many. What I know for sure is that in 2016 they are good. Yep, and. I get that you're talking about someone's health, but at the same time, unless he feels, oh man, my elbow's sore, oh man, I need some help here, you're limiting his innings and limiting his impact on the roster of a team that has a chance to win the World Series. That's kind of why mm-hmm. you do this, you know? So it's, uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 I'm sure it's very fr- like frustrating for him, and it's frustrating for me. I, I want to watch him pitch as much as I can. And yeah, I know that in the playoffs, when you have those bullpen weapons, that that can be extremely helpful, and he can be a bullpen weapon. They'll have him and Osuna. Then they'll have Grilly uh, and Benoit for the sixth and seventh, I suppose. It'd be nice if they had a more effective left-handed pitcher, but whatever. Um, no, th- that, that's, that's all good news. But uh, what I'd be extremely worried about is them throwing away a chance at winning a title because of something that I don't think has been scientifically proven, which is Aaron Sanchez is likely to get hurt based on his innings load this year. 
Yeah, I, it, it, it's so dumb. It goes along with the whole, like, it, like the, the innings counts and the just, you know, and pitch counts and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's all that stuff is done to mitigate injury, but it doesn't prevent injury, which which is why it, like it's it's just so dumb to me because we've we, we've come to this point now where we've become so hamstrung by pitch counts that. I, I don't remember who it was, but someone made the joke where it's like if, if <laughs> there's a rule in baseball where if a pitcher goes over 100 pitches, a bear automatically comes out and eats their arm, and then they're not allowed to pitch again. And it's just, I mean, Aaron Sanchez could just as easily blow his elbow out next year as he like in in the game one next year as he could in game like 24 or whatever it is this year, right? Oh, I say so. Yeah. There's, there's no. Uh, it's it's. It's so silly to me, and we and we saw the freaking Nationals three years, three or four years ago, whatever it was, just embarrass themselves by putting Strasburg, you know, like back in the cupboard when they were in the middle of a playoff run, and then they got bounced, and their best pitcher was sitting on the bench, you know, doing the Homer Simpson do 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 do, and unfortunately, that's kind of what the Jays have done to themselves. The difference between what they did with Strasburg and what they did with Sanchez, though, and this does matter, is the team is still going to have access to, to Sanchez. Yes. He's not going to stop pitching entirely. And it'll be fortifying a weakness, which has been the non-Osuna portions of the bullpen. That's true. But it's still, it's still, if you're not having Sanchez pitch starters innings, then you're doing yourself a disservice from a competitive perspective. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. This is completely innocuous, but... Jimmy Key went to the bullpen in 1992, right? Came back to pitch one a pretty important game four in the World Series out of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. Well, I don't know if they'll do that with Sanchez, but it'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? It absolutely would be pretty cool. Um, anything else you want to say about Aaron Sanchez? No, I think I'm good on Sanchez for now. I think it's been talked about quite a bit, so we don't have to uh, do that whole yeah, song and dance. We don't want to. I just I, yeah, I feel very to. good about where the Jays are at right now. I do. You do? I'm 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 kind of worried. Too many, too many swings and misses right now, and and I'm, I, I'm not trying to get like recency bias on this. They've been swinging and missing a lot because I mean they had the 20 strikeout game yesterday. It was pretty bad, and uh, Doug Fister, who's not a strikeout pitcher by the way, did that to him. And and yeah, whew. I think it's. I'm 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 I'm, I'm I mean I still think it's a, I I still think the worst case scenario for the Blue Jays is them being in the one game wild card. That's absolute worst case scenario. But uh, uh, last two games have been have been, That's <laughs> been frustrating, to sure. But you know yeah, that, that when you play 162, you're going to play some that are frustrating, right? Absolutely. Um, uh, I, I think that uh, I think you've been far more optimistic than me on the Blue well, Jays. Yeah, as far I just I, I just don't know what the, like. There aren't any glaring holes in this roster right now, except like. If you're talking about a playoff roster, if your mm-hmm. three pitchers for the playoffs are going to be Hap, Strowman, who's looked a lot better lately, obviously, yeah. and Estrada, you're fine. You know, you may need yeah. one R.A. Dickey start or Francisco Liriano start if you're getting into a seven-game series. You might need one of those. The best hitter in baseball, Strowman basically was near perfect. The only thing that went wrong was the best hitter in baseball caught a dirt ball. And yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't a bad for, pitch. Like it, was, it, it hung a no. little bit, but it was an 0-2 breaking ball. Yeah, which and which uh, Altuve had to go down and get, yeah. too, right? Because he's just that good. It was just on that particular pitch, Altuve was just better. 
So, I mean, how many guys are going to get down there and get that pitch, yeah. right? Stroman's last few times out have been very good. So that's, mm-hmm. that, that's very encouraging from the perspective of uh, that he hasn't been good most of the year. So if mm-hmm. just Sanchez goes away and all of a sudden Stroman becomes the Stroman that we're used to, that's, that mitigates it. Obviously, it'd be better to have both awesome Stroman and awesome Sanchez in the rotation, but that appears to not be what's going to happen. Um, let's say Lariano comes out and isn't great in his first three starts. Right. Do the Jays pump the brakes on the Sanchez to the bullpen thing and put him back in the rotation? or do they I don't think they'll yo-yo him like that. I think that once no. Lariano's in the rotation, Sanchez is out of the rotation. Mm. I think that if they're reasoning for putting Sanchez in the bullpen is for health. I think that one thing you might say is transitioning a guy from starter to reliever to starter again. That is something that you hypothetically be a risk for the health as opposed to this, which may not be either way. Um, That's what I'd be worried about if, uh, if I were the Jays is if, if you're yo-yoing them Hmm. in the bullpen, out of the bullpen, in the bullpen. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I just, I, I wouldn't move <laughs> him at the full Yeah, time, I but, would yeah. just let him continue to start until he tells mm-hmm. you, hey, my arm feels a little funny. Or you see a significant Drop decrease in velocity, in, whatever happens. Yeah. 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 You got to ride the ride sometimes, Crick. Yep. And uh, the Blue Jays, uh, for whatever reason, feel they need to get off the ride. Uh, anything you want to talk about baseball-wise? Um, no, I think I'm okay. I think that it was, uh, like I said, it was a fun deadline. And mm-hmm. I, as I look sort of at the, the the situation, the majors, I think there are five teams that if they won the World Series, it wouldn't be a disgrace. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, well, maybe, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Oh, yeah, we'll just say five, like, well, Toronto, Boston, Cleveland, Chicago, the Cubs, Cubs, and the Nationals. Yeah. I think those are the teams that uh, are... The Dodgers, I'd throw the Dodgers. Dodgers are right, yeah. I suppose. And they might be about to get better, but uh, yeah, that's that's what... Giants would be a little rude. I wouldn't care for that. No, that'd be a real pain in the ass. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, we got a little extra time here. Would you like to talk some Olympics? Yeah, sure. They start on Friday. Um, I... I <laughs> this this has been the, the, the least talked about Olympics of my lifetime as far as... The actual athletics. athletics. A lot of Zika conversation going around. Absolutely. A lot of don't drink the water or swim in the water conversations going around. A lot of poverty and, and, and why the hell are we doing this two years after we did a World Cup sort of, uh, sort of talk going on. I just, oh my God. I, I, I would like to focus talk on, like, it's all dumb, but I would like to focus talk on ways I feel like we can improve the Olympics, mostly from an athletics level. Because uh, I used to love watching the Olympics when I was a kid, and, I mean, maybe this is, I'm not sure. Do you think that the kids still have fondness for the Olympics? Yeah. or, or do. You do? do? Like, you still think it's, it's, it's there for... It's still a thing. It's still a thing? Yeah. I, I hope so. Now, is it something that is as important as it used to be? Maybe not. Is it something that has been watered down by the fact that the IOC is terrible? Yes. Yes. That's absolutely the case. Now, obviously, like when we talk about ways to fix the Olympics, obviously number one with a bullet would be, you know, 
let's have it run by a completely new organization yep. that is not significantly corrupt. But That you know, would be helpful, yes, let's do that. Yeah, that is uh, a bridge too far as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I would like to focus more on condensing the number of events and eliminating some of the ones that I don't feel should be in the Olympics and other ones that I think are flat-out dumb specifically anything involving a horse. Uh, one of the things you and I have talked about for years that I would like to see happen for the Olympics is uh, different sized medals to symbolize the importance of the events. Yeah, or like some other, like, uh, don't even have to necessarily different size, but like, you know, just something to say that, hey, the equestrian gold medal is not the same as the 100-meter dash gold medal. Figure yeah, it like, out. Like, like Usain Bolt should get a like giant flavor flavor. Like this is why I think you should have different sizes because his should be like a giant flavor flavor clock, whereas like dressage you should get one that's probably the size of of a penny, even though those don't exist anymore. In fact, let's give the equestrian guys the pennies that are left over from, <laughs> from just kicking around yeah, for, for for the Olympic medal. Uh, that's what I say. Yeah, but I suppose that makes sense for the long term. Here's here's I suppose I what you'd have to and this is what I think is the is the biggest problem. It isn't so much, and this is never going to happen. But medal sizes doesn't really bug me. Mm-hmm. The Summer Olympics, especially, there are way too many things that happen in the Summer Olympics. Oh, absolutely, way too many events, and that's why it costs so much damn money to host this thing. That's why every city that yeah. does it regrets it instantly. That's why it's a huge mess. Is because there are mm-hmm. way too many things. Equestrian, get it out of there. Golf, golf, fun to watch on TV. I enjoy it. Does it need to be in the Olympics? Absolutely not. Does half the stuff that's in there need to be in there? No, no. And I know it would suck to be an athlete in a sport where they say, you know what, you're not in the Olympics anymore. But guess what? They did it to baseball, they did it to softball, and it was fine with me. Uh, Softball's not in there, but they have four different cycling events. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Four. Uh, Well, the softball portion is fine. Uh, The the multiple cycling events, whatever. Um, They just need to start limiting what's actually going on at the Olympics sooner rather than later. Swimming is one. Swimming needs to significantly, significantly decrease the number of disciplines that they give away. Yeah, yeah, and even if they just go back to like you know what it was in like the eighties, it'd be fine. How many events? Do you, I don't know what the number was, but like you know, even like you know, butterfly, all that stuff. Like that's that's fine. Uh, and I like the idea of okay, you know, here comes Michael Phelps. He's going to try to win like ten gold medals at the Olympics. That's interesting. That's exciting. So I'm fine with that. But really, I, I'm like, I mean, kudos to Michael Phelps for doing that. I just hate the fact that swimming has too many disciplines. Like, there should not be a 100-meter backstroke and a 200-meter backstroke. Imagine if... Usain Bolt could run backwards? Well, yeah, no, but imagine this, though. Tell me if this would be interesting. That there was a baseball throwing competition in the Olympics. And yeah, like how fast you Yeah, and yeah. then... Oh, well, guess what? Today, it's, uh, it, you can only do change-ups. And this event, yeah. oh, knuckleballs only. Yeah. And someone was trying to win the gold medal in knuckleball and change-up and fastball and curveball. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I, don't, I don't advocate this. I don't think they should do it, but that's kind of what they have in, in swimming, right? Swimming, so I'm absolutely. fine with that just because they, they, basically they've had the multiple swimming disciplines the whole time. There's always been the, the – like whenever there's like the hot shot swimmer – if it's Phelps or if it's Ian Thorpe or whoever it happens to be, there's always a like, well, how many medals is that guy going to get? And that's yeah. been a thing for a long time, so I have no problem with that continuing to be a thing. 17, if my math is correct, 
men's and women's events for a total of 34 swimming events total. And that's not including synchronized swimming. Synchronized that's, swimming should go. Yes, synchronized swimming is absolutely gone. I would like to make a separate crazy Olympics. Like, I think something like the Pan Am, Ga- Pan Am Games should turn into a – these are the things that aren't really sports, but they're really cool. So we're going to give away medals for them and like, the like Pan the, Am yeah, Games. Like biking and stuff like that. And, ar- and archery yeah. and shooting. Like, those shouldn't be getting Olympic gold medals, but they're cool. And, like – I like to and see even if you want to do, do like, you know how they have, like, all the different levels of the diving board? Even if you do, like, well, the highest yeah. one is in the Pan Am Games because, like, you know, you can really hurt yourself doing that. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, archery, I think, should be put in the crazy Olympics. Walking, that's a fucking joke. Go on. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, how do you feel about the steeplechase? Not a fan. Not a fan? I mean, because to me, it's cool. I think that should be in the crazy Olympics. Yeah, that's fine with me. Not in the Olympics, though. So. Yeah, pole vault's another one I think should move to the crazy Olympics because I mean I realize it's, no, it's kind of cool. pole vault is like it's part of the uh, decathlon. It's got to stay. I suppose. I mean the decathlon. I just think it's it's. I I don't think pole vault's just so weird to me. Like high jump, I get right. Like we're trying to figure out who the highest jumper is. I don't get why we're trying to figure out who the highest jumper is with a pole. Yeah, like, I don't know. I think it's because... Like, do you get what I'm trying yeah, to say but there? It, 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 it's, it, it's still cool, it's though. I want it in the crazy Olympics. Set, obviously, from one to the yeah. other. Like, I want it in the crazy, I want it in the crazy Olympics because I think it's cool as hell. But I'm not sure if it should be in... Uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if it should be in... The, I think in that the... if you start going after the things that have been in the Olympics the whole time, that's going to be a problem. Like, Is pole vault been in the Olympics oh, yeah, the whole time? It's been one of the big things. But didn't we get rid of wrestling? Some wrestling events, yeah. Some of the wrestling events, which was, you know... Yeah, the, that was like the original of, thing, I suppose. Right? Yeah, the basis for right. the creation of the Olympics. True. Uh, badminton. How do you feel about badminton? Get it out. Remember, it the, out? Any, any... It's always scandalous. Exactly. Badminton. Any sport that's that <laughs> scandalous, like, in every year, there's always like, well, guess what? This badminton team's throwing the game, which I don't even know how you do that. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's kind of... Well, I think it was like, they get, it was one of those, like, seeding things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if we throw this game, we get a better draw. So they totally, they were like, but they weren't doing it in like a, a you know, manner. Yeah, they weren't doing it. We're like, you know, Jerry was like, what, you know, Jerry Seinfeld against Milos was like, whoop, too good. Yep. Like, they were purposely hitting the, the bird, birdie into the net to, to get like. <laughs> and like trying oh, to hit God. it with their hands and stuff and yeah, falling was, on purpose. Disgrace is what it was. They looked like uh, the Washington Generals out there. They did. The four cycling sports, I think we can condense that down to one. That's the thing. I mean, like, the BMX should be in the crazy Olympics. I don't understand why there's a mountain bike, a road, and a track. I don't, like, do either road or track. Like, just, I I don't know. And it should be road to me, shouldn't it? Like, track, I don't know. Biking on a track seems so, like. Yeah, no, there's too many bikes. Yeah, too many biking things. Everything with a horse fucking gone. I don't, like, Good Lord. The only thing I would accept, horse-wise, if we're going to keep horses, the horses should get the medal. And the jockeys or whatever the hell you call them in the dressage, if they try to touch the medal, they should be sued or get like an electric shock for trying to touch the medal. Because the athlete, which is the horse in this particular event, should get the medal. That's what I say. Well, what does the horse want with the medal? I don't know, <laughs> but it's just hey, they're athletes too, Craig. I mean, like what 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 happens to them? They get put out to stud, right? If they if they go home with a gold medal, right? Don't do they not? 
Yeah, I mean, but they're, they're probably going yeah. home to stud whether they win or not. Possibly, I don't know, but uh, either way, I I I think it, it I think it's like, uh, so I I just I'm a big advocate of a question should be gone. Just I agree. Not here whatsoever. Don't that's, know how and it got it. And people say, "Oh, the problem with the Olympics is how much it costs the, the different cities to host." And yes, that's true. That is a, yeah. that is a significant problem. And the only way to alleviate that problem is fewer athletes, fewer sports. Yes. There's no other way. You're yeah. not going to be like, "Well, let's have fewer countries' media that want to cover this thing." That can't happen. Yeah. Fencing gone, but I want it in the crazy Olympics because it's funny as hell. Yeah. Uh, um, no no I, gear though. And like, <laughs> you want to go no yeah, gear? Yeah, yeah, no gear in real sort. And like, I want the person from Spain to dress up like Zorro when they when they have to. Uh... Or Mexico, whichever one. Yeah, or yeah, and then you know, the the person from you know, I suppose the well, someone has to dress up like the Dread Pirate Roberts from Princess Bride. Doesn't matter yes, which country. Absolutely. Like, we'll absolutely. say England because Carrie always is from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's mostly dead, you know, Craig. Yes, <laughs> uh, mostly dead. Uh, there's, and, and someone has to, at some point during fencing, saying, there's something you should know about me. I <laughs> am not left-handed. <laughs> and somebody has to show up with an extra, like, anyone with an extra finger, obviously, is, is bumped to the front of the line for fencing. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, man. And, um, and soccer. Why, why the hell is soccer in the Olympics this year? Here's the thing. Uh, other than 100-meter dash, women's soccer is, like, the thing I'm the most looking forward to. That's true. Remember how, you know like, I, I, like, I remember how enraged I was after the women's soccer semifinal game last year? Oh, absolutely. I was infuriated. They, uh, or that, not, not last year, but in 2000. Referee oh, and, and yeah, Abby Wambach. Yeah, referee calling that bullshit. Yeah, and I love watching the Canadian women's soccer team. Women's soccer is very high on yeah. my list of things I'm looking forward to. And yeah. here's, a, here's the thing with, with the, what they've done with soccer on the men's side, which is smart. And I've always wondered if the Olympics do this with hockey is they essentially turned it into an under-23 World Juniors. That's not a bad idea. I like that. Yeah. So what if, like, this year for the, uh, or for, you know, in Pyeongchang, uh, you know, you know, you don't, Sidney Crosby and, and Ryan Getzlaff aren't going to the Olympics, but Canada does get to have Connor McDavid. And the United mm-hmm. States does get to have Austin Matthews. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be interesting. Yeah. I'd watch that. Not that there's any sort of configuration of players that I wouldn't watch play Olympic hockey, <laughs> but I'd certainly watch that one. Um, a lot of the athletics events, like obviously we keep hurdles, we keep like the walk is gone. Steeplechase, you said you want gone. I've although I want it moved to the crazy Olympics relay. Yeah, high I'm jump. fine with all that stuff in steeple in the crazy Olympics. Yeah, well, no, all, all this stuff should stay. Obviously, like no, like, and re- relays relay. Stay. Discus, hammer throw, high jump, javelin, that those are all like original invented by the Greeks events. Uh triple jump is bullshit and I want that gone from the Olympics. Uh I I, I no one will, yet will ever be able to to convince me that triple jump wasn't invented by a guy who accidentally tripped while yeah. no, trying no, to No, no, I'm inventing a new jump, guys. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, no one will ever be able to Beach volleyball, um yes, keep it, but I think the men should have to play with their shirts off. I'm fine with all that. Uh, beach volleyball would be a sport that mm-hmm. you could cut. And I know you get some people would be upset about that, mm-hmm. but they're never like, they're never going to cut sports anyway, but they're certainly never going to cut beach volleyball. It's become quite popular. Yes. Uh, I, I, I like beach volleyball. I think I, cause I think it's an actual sport cause volleyball is crazy. And right. I mean, 
Um, but there's only I think you should have to play in jeans and sunglasses. <laughs> jean shorts, jean shorts and sunglasses. And sunglasses. That sh- That's what I just said. And men should play with yeah, their shirts off. But absolutely. jean shorts and sunglasses as well. I'm I'm yeah. that is a fantastic amendment to to my previous rule. Yeah. Uh boxing in canoe. I like canoe, but do we need slalom and sprint no, in canoe? Like there's a lot of think? canoeing going on. Yeah, I, I like canoeing. I mean, I think because I I think that's pretty cool. I'm fine with canoeing. Uh, diving, we can probably condense some of the events down, right? There's a lot of diving. Uh... Although synchronized diving is one of those things that seems so stupid, and you shouldn't give a, a gold medal away. But then, then you watch it, and you're like, okay, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, uh, handball is a sport that I've never got. I don't understand how you get into it. I don't understand how you start playing it. It, I don't know. I I think it's dumb. Maybe we move it to the crazy Olympics, but I think it should be out of the regular Olympics because I think it's kind of a dumb sport. What say you? Yeah, I'm out. I'm I'm out on handball. Cause I don't like. I just think it's so stupid. Like to to me, it's like <laughs> handball. Like the people who were not coordinated enough with the feet to play soccer, but also like not tall enough to play basketball. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Just seems dumb to no, me. No, yeah, your handball's got to go. Yeah, it just seems so. Like, I mean, I'm sh- sure it takes like the people like who are big into handball are are, are destroying me right now. But it, it just seems so easy to me. Like, I feel like LeBron James could walk on a handball court and be the best player in handball right oh, now. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Right, which I don't think <laughs> if you're, but like he couldn't walk into like archery and be the best guy at archery, no, no, no. right? I don't think he'd be the best guy at cycling or any of a lot of them. Like he wouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. But handball. Yeah. I feel like you can walk in there and just be like, yeah, I'm in charge of this now. Yeah. Uh, field hockey. No, field hockey got to go. You think so? I mean, women's field hockey gets pretty damn cutthroat. Oh I'll no, I'm not. I, it's not to me, uh, an indictment on how entertaining that particular sport is. The sport itself mm-hmm. is fine. But if, if you're talking about stuff that, okay, you if you're you're not cutting too close to the bone while trimming what the Olympics has become based on size, I think field hockey is something okay. we can go. What about judo? I think judo has to stay. You think it has to stay? Uh, do we need taekwondo and judo? Uh, uh, maybe not. I think taekwondo yeah. judo is more likely or more required to stay than taekwondo is. Um, yeah. But I think you kind of have to have some of those. I I want to keep the pentathlon, but I want to rework it here, Craig. Right now, the events for the pentathlon are shooting, swimming, horse riding, running, and fencing. Um, three of those are BS, shooting, fencing, and horse riding, especially horse riding. Shooting and fencing, as we said, are awesome. Should and are be in the, the crazy Olympics, Olympics, yeah. But should not be in the – although I do get the point of the, of the shooting is to uh, – you go – you know, you're running for so long, and then you get to the, the thing, and you got to slow your heart rate down in order to make the shot – which takes skill. I get that, but I think we can make the uh, the pentathlon a little bit better. So here's what I think. I want to take the three events of the triathlon, running, swimming, and cycling, but then I want to add rowing and hurdles to the pentathlon. Right. What do you think about that? That sounds like it's way more fun. It's fine. Yeah, because I think, like, because then you get two swimming events, and then running and cycling, and then one track event, which is hurdles. So like, and like, it should just be you have to go around the track like nine times doing the hurdles or something like that. Like maybe it's not like the hundred meter dash, yeah. but like they set up like, 
like hurdles every 50 meters or something like that. So they have to clear like eight when they run around the track like nine times. I, I don't know. I think that would uh, require more skill than running for a little bit and then being like, okay, get my sword out. Yeah, I agree. Um, rhythmic gymnastics. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Uh, rugby. I say in, but I assume there's also some sort of World Cup of rugby, is there not? Uh, yeah, of course there is. Yeah. What about sailing? Oh, out. Absolutely. Not not uh, even a consideration. Yeah. Uh, sailing, gone. Uh, shooting, we already said. Swimming, we just need to condense the number of events significantly. I would like to get that down. Like I said, there's 34 medals. I feel like we could get that down to a solid six on each side, so we're only giving away like 12 medals total, six women, six men's. Sure. I think I can be Synchronized done. swimming, gone. Yeah. Here's a fun one. How do you feel about table tennis? Ugh. It's going to the crazy Olympics at worst, but how do you feel about giving away a gold medal for the for table tennis? Because table tennis... It, it like, does take some pretty good skill. Yeah. And table tennis, much like sy- synchronized diving, you, when you watch the people who are experts at it play, it's, uh, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say we keep table tennis. Yeah, okay, um, I agree. Uh, regular tennis, obviously, we should keep. Yeah, but I don't uh, know if we need pros in regular tennis. That's, yeah, it doesn't have the same cachet as basketball, right? No. When you bring the, the pros Because, there. like, the pros, it's exactly the same. Like, okay, it's Milos Raonic yeah. versus Roger Federer. Like, yeah. it's like we see that all the time. Oh, Serena Williams is throwing another gold medal on the pile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas when it's basketball, it's like, oh, okay, DeMar DeRozan and Kevin Durant, and uh, actually it's a bad example because the Warriors are probably better than Team USA. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the point stands. We're like, oh, okay, it's cool to see all those guys on the same team, uh, you know, and oh, okay, the, the all USA play. Like the idea of someone beating the American team is like is really cool. So there you go. Yeah. Trampoline. Gone, but I want to move it to the Crazy Olympics because it's one of those things when you watch it go on, it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, we should like yeah, the Crazy Olympics is definitely a thing. It should just be like you know, yeah. The, well, I don't know what you want to call it. Like they have probably have had a slightly different name, but yeah, that that'd be fun. Yeah, the Crazy Olympics is just the best thing I came up off the top yeah. of my dome as we were <laughs> thinking this. We'll, so figure we'll come up with a, yeah, we'll come up with a better name for the Crazy Olympics. Uh, water polo, I think, should also be moved to the Crazy Olympics. Yeah, fine. Um, weightlifting stays in the regular Olympics because yeah. that just kind of harkens back to the Greeks going, okay, who's the strongest son yeah. of a bitch in the room exactly. right now? Like, okay, this is a super heavy thing. Who, yeah. the, who can lift it the longest? What do you think? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we keep all the wrestling because for the same reasons we keep the weightlifting. Yeah. Now that is pretty much it. We didn't get into a lot of the... So basically the, the big ones are get rid of the horses... Uh, some of the cooler, some of the weird events that aren't really athletic, we move to a crazier Olympics. Because we can put, like, archery and shooting, and then we can also, like, if we combine that with those, like, kind of cool, like, you ever see those lumberjack competitions? Yeah. Right? Those that are pretty sweet, but, like, I don't, I feel don't get enough coverage. I feel like we can throw that in, in with, with those kind of things for a separate crazy Olympics. Uh, we would also like to condense down the cycling events and condense down the swimming events. And then there, we, we just kind of fixed the Olympics. The, the the Olympics costs, I think, $400 million less because of you and me right now on this podcast. Wow. 
Yeah, and we're not even getting paid. That's just off the top of my head. I'm just spitballing that we just saved people, like countries hundreds of millions of dollars. I feel good about that. Yeah, me too. Oh, God. Have you so, seen the picture from the uh, Athens Olympics and, like, all the venues? And basically, they're just, like, not, like, they're, like, abandoned pretty much now. Like, you know, nothing's going on there. Well, Brazil, and I, I keep talking on Brazil, Brazil did that thing where they built that one stadium in the rainforest in the middle of nowhere for the World Cup two years ago, played, I think, three games there, and now it's basically a parking lot That's right. for for tour buses, and I assume they're using that stadium for this Olympics. I mean, at least I hope so. But, man, <laughs> it's just like... Good Lord. I don't understand why people fight to get the Olympics. I mean, when, when I hear, because Toronto was trying to make a bid recently, and I was just like, no. Yeah, well, remember, they're in, in the U.S., there are a few cities that are going to make a bid, and people in that city were like, no, let's not do this, guys. Like, yeah. no, this is a bad idea. I'm looking at, th- th- this is just a general list. The summer sports have 6, 12, 18, 24, 30, 36. 41 just name events. That's not getting into, like, like swimming is considered yeah. one event. And there's in, in the uh, a dozen, obviously, things. Come uh, yeah, and then there's dozens of other ones. Yeah. So what did I say, 41? Yeah. How many, Winter how many has, gold medals are going to be given out of these Olympics? Winter has 6, 12, 15. Yeah. So 41 to 15. Winter's way more manageable. Absolutely, yeah. Although the the thing you would say about the winter is how many winter uh, gold medals would you say are the legit ones? Legit ones. Um, hockey. Yes. Like the the main skiing ones, like your giant slaloms and your super. G- yeah. Speed skating. Yeah, yeah, speed skating for sure. And figure skating, even though I think figure skating is kind of, I don't like the sports where they get judged as opposed to like the, the ones where they aren't done by either a score or a time-based system. Yeah. I tend to agree with that. The, the judged ones are, are always a little thing, but figure skating is so damn cutthroat. It's like, the oh, it's, uh, it's usually the most dramatic thing that happens every Olympics. Absolutely. Other than Canada, when they play, well, you, you and I are Canada, Canada USA and women's hockey is a pretty, yeah, maybe we have a skewed opinion of this, but yeah, the the Canada versus USA, whenever they go for the gold medal, is always a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, a problem with women's hockey is the fact that we know that's going to happen every single time, but that's, that's yeah. a different conversation for a different day as far as how that goes. Absolutely it is. We, we, we'll, we can wait two years to have that conversation. Oh, goodness. But yeah, I, th- I think, like I said, Craig Needles, Matt Pierce... Saving the Olympics. We just, I swear, we, we, we saved at least 100 million. Yeah, let me ask you about this theory. And I, again, this is something that will never happen. Yeah. The Olympics happens. You have three Olympic cities that rotate for the Summer Olympics. Mm-hmm. One in North America, one in Europe, one in Asia. Maybe a, like, throw in like a set city? Yeah. Okay, like a so set you city. You don't have time, to like, so. well, let's build the Olympic infrastructure every four years in some place new. Which yeah, like okay. costs insane amounts of money. So you're saying like Beijing, uh, London, and uh, Los Angeles, yeah, and LA. Okay, yeah, and then maybe maybe somewhere in South America, but all obviously the Brazil examples are, uh, yeah, yeah, no good, not what you want. Either mm-hmm. way, that this is how you you run the show from now on is you don't 
rebuild the Olympics every four years some random place. That is uh, probably the smartest yeah. thing that has been said on this podcast. Winter, I, you can do it a little easier. Yeah. Because, mo- like, oh, we need a hockey rink. Well, guess what? We've already got several. Yeah, winter, uh, you would expand. You could expand it to, like, because I think three central locations is probably the perfect number for the Summer Olympics. Yeah. For the Winter Olympics, you could probably stretch that to, like, seven. Yeah. Because you could yeah, have one in Canada, one in the U.S., one in, yeah, one in Russia. countries, one in Russia. Yeah. You could figure that out. And, and maybe a couple in Asia as well. You can yeah. figure that out. Yeah, like you would do Japan. So, like, Japan had, uh, uh, what was that Nagano one? Nagano uh, 98. Yeah, they, so you would have, like, Nagano, Vancouver, Moscow, uh, Stockholm, yeah. sort of a thing. And then somewhere in the States, probably L.A. again. No, well, no, no, not L.A. It'd have to be, like... Yeah, like Colorado or yeah, something Salt like City. that. U- Utah or Denver. Yeah. And yeah. then maybe a toss in, uh, you know, a Paris as well. Yeah, yeah, that would work. I'm fine. I'm fine well, you wouldn't have to. It wouldn't be just have to be France entirely because you need to get uh, closer to the mountains. But I, that's not that's not the important thing. The mm-hmm. the the issue is, do you need to bi- build an Olympic infrastructure every four years, especially a no. summer Olympic infrastructure every four years, which costs billions of dollars and gets used once? Yeah, and the answer is probably not. And uh, the World Cup should probably do something similar to that too. Yep. Not I guess not have set cities, but they should be like. Or at the very least, they should be like, you get yourself up to code, and then we'll talk about throwing your name in the hat, right? Like, yep. I, I don't know, because it just, yeah, there, it, there's so much wasted money putting on these, frankly, unnecessary events. Although, the best part about the Olympics every year are the hilarious stories coming out of the Olympic Village. Yes, that's true. <laughs> um, someone should do a reality show of, you know, what goes on in the Olympic Village. Well, Why did you know that how many, not happen? Well, because do you know how many sponsors you would lose if you were, say, a... Well, I don't want to throw out a name specifically. That's a dumb idea. But uh, so let's a, fam- just say, a family-friendly company like that perhaps yeah. has Golden Arches as their logo and as a restaurant. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And they sell burgers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who, yeah, you, you'd lose some of that. But think about this. The Challenge yeah. in MTV. One of my favorite yes. shows in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't watch it for the challenges. I watch it for the, hey, who's going to get drunk and have sex in between challenges? Yeah, absolutely. Think about how much more awesome the Olympics would be if that was part of it. Like, oh, my yeah, God, uh, yeah, the, uh, I, that awesome I, weightlifter guy from Bulgaria had sex with, like, three members of the Swedish field hockey team? That guy's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that'd be okay. Yeah. Like, At again, the same time? Exactly. Like, you would lose yeah. some sponsors. You're probably right. But think about how yeah. much more Aussie Olympics would be. And you're like, oh, like, imagine thinking about this. Like, okay, this guy's just finished, like, winning the 100 meter dash gold medal. And you know there are going to be cameras. You know there are going to be cameras at the Olympic Athlete Village that night. He doesn't have to compete anymore the rest of the games. So all he can focus on yeah. is just, like, I'm here to have a good time, everybody. Yeah, you want your event to be over in the first, by, like, the first second or third yeah. day. You, right? you never get that if you're in the 100 meter dash. That's a bad example. No. But yeah, yeah, that's what you, you want to be done as soon as possible. So you can be like, all right, I'm just here. I'm like, I've done, I, I came here to do two things, win gold yeah. medals and have sex with ladies. And I've already got yeah. a gold medal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I'm, and I've already yeah. got one medal. <laughs> I came here to do three things, win gold medals, drink beer and have sex with ladies. And I'm yeah. almost out of beer and I've got my gold medal. <laughs> 
what was it? Was it the London Olympics where they ran out of condoms? Or yeah, something they all like do. That? And look, had, and here's the thing: people are gonna like, you know, they're gonna like shame these athletes and these men and these women. Uh, these absolutely are not. athletes at the peak of physical, yeah, physical condition. condition. Yeah, these men absolutely. and these women are at the top one percent on the planet. Perfect bodies, and <laughs> they work incredibly hard at a craft and for most of them they are most of them are not kevin durant or demar Derozan, where they get home and there's 100 million dollars waiting for them yeah most of them they understand the struggle of doing this just because they love it get up at four in the morning to go rowing and And stuff like that like work your actual job afterwards yeah so these guys and these women that are there have sort of a mutual understanding of what it takes to be where they are and how yeah so, like, you understand how there's a connection there on an emotional level and also on a physical yeah. level. There's well, also the whole thing, which I think has been disproven of, you know, like, women weaken legs yeah. and, like, and, you know, sex, you know, drains your testosterone, makes you weaker. You know, you got to stave off from that whole thing. So that way you get tougher, which I think has been scientifically disproven. Yeah. To not Turns out true. Mickey Goldmill was not a scientist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who'd have thought? Well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, these these men and these women who you know go and they have their event and they're thinking to themselves, okay, I've done my event now, I just want to get laid the rest of the time. Like, yeah, bravo to you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Kudos to yeah, you. get your yeah. and, and you know, men, ladies. You know, we talked about losing sponsors earlier. Maybe that's exactly what would happen. But yeah. if 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 there was a reality show and I find I think, out yeah. that I found out that you know some like you know someone who's on the equestrian group for England and she's thinking to herself, okay, how many gold medalists can I have sex with while I'm here? And she's yeah. like, you know, like, and she's trying to like check off as many as she can. Like, good for you. Trying to get, yeah, they're trying to get, they've got like bingo yeah. like, countries with good bingos. And then they're like, oh, I need a Swedish guy, yeah. you know? Like, and like, could you like imagine that. if that was one of yeah. the things on the reality show that, uh, like, that, that show would like, leave you a billion dollar show. I think we just made so much money for that. Like, not only did we save we made oh, we like, saved them four million dollars and made them a billion, yeah. and made them a billion yeah. with with this with idea. things that they'll oh. never do, but still, no. But I mean, like, like you described it, where if they were to make this cool reality show, the obviously it wouldn't affect the at least I don't think it would. I don't think it would affect the fifteenth or the the seventh member of the Swedish water polo team. No, as far as his endorsements. Assuming his or her endorsements, assuming they probably don't have yeah, any, but like, right. if you're Usain Bolt, where you'd be like, you know, Powerade probably doesn't want you, yeah. you know, Powerade like, probably want you like drinking out of like a beer or a, a funnel, like you know, the night after the race. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's and, like uh, yeah. people making out right behind you. They probably don't want it, that on, exactly yeah. on MTV. Yeah, but like my favorite thing of the Here's winter your host, sport, Johnny is, Bananas. <laughs> oh, hey guys, he's here. Yeah, all right. Because my one of my favorite yeah. things of the winter Winter Olympics every year is they always put the snowboarding events like right at the beginning. So there's always the one snowboarder who just won the gold medal, and you see him walking through Olympic Village with like two pitchers of like <laughs> like double fisting pitchers of beer, just going like I just knowing like he's got. 13 days of no more events going on. And yep. It's just like, I'm going to have the time of my life. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't want that? Oh, so I, yeah. I, 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 everyone would watch that show. Olympic everyone Village, yeah. would watch that show. Oh, I th- what would you name it? Just call it Olympic Village, I guess. Um, me, who would have, the, maybe who would have the, just the village? Yeah. 
Call it just the village. Yeah, That's pretty. The village. Yeah. Who would have the balls? Is it just MTV? Because MTV wouldn't be able to show anything. Would HBO have the balls to put a reality show? <laughs> it has to be someone show. who like it has to be a network that's like connected with NBC in some way, shape, or form. It's in the U.S. True. Uh, I know that ruins okay. everything. Those subsidiaries. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> uh, who's gonna be? Uh, we don't have Brian Williams calling the. Uh, call, yeah, calling it up situation Canada anymore? How always miss Brian with Brian Williams? Because my favorite part is, like, Brian Williams, by, like, day 13, they've basically got him on sticks because he hasn't yeah. moved from that one spot. Weekend at Brian's. <laughs> yes, this is exactly what it's like. He's like, but, like, Brian, Brian Williams is always like, and they spent the time with the yo-yo and then eventually developed to archery and won the gold medal. You might remember in Lillehammer. Coming up next, Lou. <laughs> you might remember in Lillehammer in 1992. <laughs> Actually, I don't remember that. Oh. <laughs> you don't re- if you may recall, in the 1984 Los Angeles Olympic Games, uh, you know, I, I, now that you mentioned it, I don't, re- I don't recall that at all. Uh, so that's too bad. <laughs> Might have to edit that joke out. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. I love and, it. And, and oh. It, yeah, that that last uh, that last Bright Williams impression. Just leave it to the imagination as to what you may have said. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't have one of those beep buttons, but I might have to. I'm gonna have to get one, or maybe I'll just, I'll just. You'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll just cut that one. Uh, let me just quickly write down the. T- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. You'll just have to use your imaginations because I'm leaving all this stuff. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, you might remember just... in Innisbrook, 1976. <laughs> I'll have to cut this one. Yeah, too. cut the. Okay, there, there's several words you have to cut out and numbers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I feel like we're in that SNL sketch with, uh, yeah. with, uh, it was like the fake Johnny Carson sketch with Dom DeLuise putting the pie on his dick. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> or just no one can control what's going on. Yeah. Oh, that's good. The all drug Olympics too. That's that's what we'll do. We'll we'll do the crazy all drug Olympics. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, Craig Beatles, next time I, you're on, we're going to be talking football good, sir. Looking forward to that. You're ready for that. It is time to get back to gambling. I am well, in, the, in, the, in our case, it's time yeah. to continue get back to, gamble to gamble on football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's time for us to continue to gamble, but this time specifically like football. on football. <laughs> Professional football, anyway, because uh, we place the occasional bet on the terrible, terrible Canadian Football League. <laughs> no football, but sure. It, sorry, which it shouldn't. <laughs> There's something you could put in the Olympics. Canadian football. Yeah, yeah. Don't put football in, but like, uh, or, uh, like, uh, we're doing football in the Olympics, but three downs, guys. Yeah, that's what I don't get though. Like, shouldn't there be a? How, I mean, it would basically be like the women's hockey, where there would only be. Well, women's hockey at least has two good teams, but if football was a uh, like if if football was a uh, Olympic sport and the Americans got to put together their like super team, <laughs> that would be just just seeing that super team would be on on yeah. But like what seeing what a Pro Bowl team, team they actually, play against? That's the thing, right? Yeah, like they could only play against like I mean Australia could field the team, probably England. But yeah, basically, the it, o- it, the only way it would ever happen is if it was yeah. some sort of Space Jam like situation. Yeah, where, like some aliens from another planet said, "Okay, we'll play you in football," and yeah. we had to get like our 
our best football players to save planet Earth, which by the that's way, a good idea. That's a great idea for another pod. Is is the Space Jam football team? Yeah, like who who would be the the starting receivers and whatnot for the Space That'd Jam football team? And like, here, here's the fun one: who would be your yeah. head coach and your offensive coordinator and all that stuff? Well, Belichick would be my head coach. Yeah. I don't. Wouldn't your Wouldn't your <laughs> offensive coordinator have to be Peyton Manning? It could be. I, you could. Well, if if he decides to eventually become an offensive coordinator, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. But, but did wasn't he essentially an offensive coordinator for like? Yeah, sure. 50 let's years? say let's let's take him off the table. Wouldn't we make Andy Reid our offensive coordinator? Ooh. Right. Like I'm just like Bill Belichick with with the. That's an interesting like, one. Andy Reid is an offensive coordinator with Bill Belichick telling him, no, Andy, this is yeah. how you use your timeouts. I, I will do the timeouts, Andy. You just call some yeah. plays. Yeah, you just come yeah, up with some be, awesome, awesome plays. Yeah, that'd be yeah. fun. Stuff like that. This is a great idea for another pod. Pete Carroll's a uh, coordinator, I think. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. That, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm just i thinking of the, the um, uh, American football, like the Space Jam American football team crushing other teams. It reminds me of my favorite Olympic-related line of all time. And this is how we'll go out. But I remember in 92 when Barkley, they were asking Barkley, uh, like, like the original dream team, they're asking Barkley about his opponents. And I think they were playing like Angola or something like that. And Barkley just goes, I don't know nothing about Angola, but they in trouble. <laughs> I can't help but notice that I'm on a team of all hall of famers. And there are no NBA players on their team. Yeah, uh, remember oh, on the Bill Swirsky oh, super fans, SNL sketch when Michael Jordan was the host. Uh, yeah. They had uh, George went say to now, Michael, why don't you play these countries by yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my word. Yeah. And yeah, Michael Jordan says it'd be too difficult to beat the countries by himself. To which Bill, uh, to which uh, George Went resp- responds, "Well, what if you and a certain Chicago Bears coach?" <laughs> <laughs> As though Michael Jordan and Mike Ditka could beat Angola, which, like, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, who knows? It would at least give Jordan someone to be like, just stay in front of yeah. him. Right? <laughs> I'll defend the other four guys. <laughs> God. Oh, I, th- I, th- I think we're, we we had more fun here on this pod than we will probably watching any of the Olympics. That doesn't include That's Usain Bolt. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Uh, Craig Needles, thanks for coming out. No problem. We'll see you in a week or two for football. And then we got that awesome, awesome 100th episode coming up. Stay too. tuned for that one. That's going to be fun. That one's going to be fantastic. Uh, take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on the Crossover Podcast.